Hey, welcome to Show and Tell. It's me, John Park. I'm not Lady Ada and I'm not PT, but they had some asked if I could fill in and here I am. Uh, and I am excited to be here because I can't wait to see the stuff you've brought on for Show and Tell. Uh, if you're not familiar with Show and Tell, but you've somehow found yourself here watching, well, Show and Tell is where we have members of the community as well as members of the Adafruit team come on and show some stuff they're working on. Uh, take a couple of minutes to show off a project that you're working on, something you finished, something that you're just getting started on, uh, maybe a product you're developing, all those sorts of things. And uh, if you are interested in joining and you don't know how, it's really easy. Just head on over to either the Adafruit blog, you'll see a post of it just went up, or head to our Discord. You can get there by going to adafruit.it slash Discord, and you'll get an instant invite. Head over to the live broadcast chat channel, and you'll see a link for this here StreamYard. All you need is a uh, microphone and a camera, and off you go. So uh, let's see, to kick things off, we're gonna bring on our very own Liz to see what is new. Hey, Liz. Hey, how's it going? Good, thanks. Uh, I did a project with wireless LEDs. Mm -hmm. um, they're wireless LED maracas. Ah, that's great. So got two of them, turn this one on. Um, so at first I had 3D printed an enclosure uh, with translucent um, filament, but then uh, PT brought up that he thought it'd be good to have one with like clear plastic so you could like really see. And Fun. even though this is more traditional crafty and this one's having some struggles because it's had a lot of action the past day or two, um, they I like these a lot better than the um, 3D printed one because you can't see it. And then the handle is just um, a toilet paper tube that I wrapped in washi tape. Oh, and nice. that's how the translucent bobble is just like a Christmas bobble for crafts um, is on there. And in case people are looking for really good washi tape, the scotch stuff, I can confirm, holds up better than um, ah. random craft store ones. Um, oh, nice. So these are wireless LEDs. Yes. Tell us how you're powering them. Yeah, so I've just got a AAA um, battery pack, so it's three AAA batteries. And then I just soldered a JST socket connector to the end of the coil which you can see is kind of standing up right there oh, yeah. um and then it just slides conveniently very nicely into um a cardboard perfect. tube and then you're in business until you said something i did not notice the coil was actually yeah. in the the interior of the sphere that that's perfect fit really nice yeah and uh i think this is i i mean i think we've all seen the like putting into prop um, to like models and stuff like that. But I think, yeah. you know, standing it upright in enclosure, I hope folks can maybe get inspired to use it for yeah. um, props and things like that. Really cool. Uh, and then also I, I did put the little LEDs in clear um, heat shrink so that they can get knocked around without um, dying basically. Because <laughs> it is just oh, a surface oh, mount um, LED on the top. So it could. That's a great idea. Yeah. So you've, you've ruggedized them a little bit since you're whacking them all around. Uh, this makes me think it might be interesting to do something like fill something with mineral oil and have like yes yeah i um i brought that up with um pt and the more that at the holidays maybe we could do like a snow globe snow thing globe. And oh, make yeah. them fly around with a fan or something love it really cool <laughs> yeah. hey that's a lot of fun uh and it reminds me of samba de amigo on gamecube did you ever yes. play the rocket game yes i remember that that was so good Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for bringing that on. Is there a guide in, in the works already out 
Uh, yeah, a guide went live today, so uh, folks can see how to, um, how to make it. And uh, I have I do have the 3D files if you want those, but I also go through how to mm -hmm. make your own more DIY style one. Yeah, and that's a uh, DIY Christmas ornament. Yeah, uh, with two halves and then mm -hmm. cardboard tube and washi tape. That's really terrific. Super fun. I love it, and I'm sure that'll inspire a lot of interesting ideas. Thanks so much for bringing that on, Liz. No problem. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye. All right, and next up, we've got Noe. Hey, Noe. Hey, what's up, JP? Not too much. Uh, Tell so... me what you're up to. What you bringing on? Yeah, so let me share my screen real quick. Okay, overhead time. All right, so I'm wearing these Apple AirPod Max headphones, and this week, um, PT had the idea that it'd be fun to make some accessories for it. Uh, so we have lots of accessories this week. Uh, cool. Headbands and ear covers. So these headphones have these kind of cool mesh, knitted mesh canopy, and mm -hmm. that makes it really easy so you can install uh, 3D printed accessories like these Lego compatible um, headbands. Uh, yeah. So you can just add them to the canopy like that, and it kind of protects it. But the cool thing is that you can now kind of customize your own headbands. Yeah. Um, so we have some Lego compatible stuff for that. These are printed in uh, NinjaFlex Cheetah. Uh, so it's nice and flexible. Uh, but unlike uh, regular cheetah, you can print it faster, and it tends to have better quality prints, too. Um, so this is some really good oh. stuff. It's not as elastic as regular NinjaFlex, but it's mm -hmm. got that flexibility to it. So the cheetah uh, so is a little stiffer. Yeah, we got an infant one, we got a Blinka, and, of course, we have some monster horns, some cat ears, and, of course, my favorite, the unicorn horn, because we always oh, like making unicorn horns. Uh, so we uh, made a guide where we have some, guide, uh, some guidelines on how to design uh, these sort of headbands and also how to print uh, uh, these sort of parts. Um, and then for the hard PLA stuff, we did um, these kind of ear covers. Uh, so they, uh, they print without any supports and then you print, uh, you can print an additional Lego compatible plate and then glue those two together. So we got some cutouts here for the various features on the headphone and they just press it in like that and they're just going to stay in there. And they're nice and chunky, right? So you can add all sorts of stuff on the sides or, or whatever. And for Lego stuff, I've been really interested in the Lego Dots kits. That's yeah. like a bunch of different tiles, single single tile studs. Yeah, um, they have these like, beautiful colors and different shapes. So it's it's like its own design language. So you can like mm -hmm. make different combinations, different shapes. So this kind of has like these kind of fruits. Uh, you can make circles, semi-circles and... They also have little um, prints on them as well. So you can have kind of like lettering there. So you can do kind of some quick Yeah, those messages. are really beautiful. Yeah, so definitely check those out if you're looking for a different thing to do with Lego because I'm kind of running out of real estate. So having uh, them on the side of my ears would be really fun too, right? <laughs> um, That's great. Yeah, so you can print them in all sorts of different colors. And then we have some guidelines on how to design your own in Fusion uh, 360 or any other CAD package. And for people who missed it, these specific headphones are from Apple? Yeah, these are the Apple AirPod Max headphones. Uh, I think they only have one model of them, so okay. this is whatever model. One yeah, model, one size, so it's easy to make one one uh, standard for your, your accessories, right? Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, I think it's like one size fits all. They got this nice kind of swivel thing going on here, which is really nice. Cool. Very fancy, right? Um, but yeah, it's 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 fun. So if you are looking for a project with NinjaFlex or Lego stuff, check this out. We have all the files and uh, and some guidelines like that was saying. 
Terrific. Well, thanks for bringing those on. They look beautiful. I love it. And now I'm I'm really interested in checking out that Lego Dots system because those are <laughs> yeah, they're, they're definitely cool. Um, look look for them on Walmart. I've seen them there on clearance okay. sometimes. So. Ah, That's a lot nice. everybody. Yeah, get, get get them on clearance. Some people person. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Noah. All right, buddy. Yep. Bye. Bye. See you. All right, and next up we have Bill B. Paint your dragon. Hey, hey. great. Uh, boy, I was so excited for that headphone project. I saw it coming, you know, because mm -hmm. we kind of work together. Um, you know, I, I was looking forward to de designing something. So I grabbed the files yesterday. And uh -huh. just just by luck, like last week, there was a sale on the headphones and I had to go get it. They're, they're pretty amazing. But yeah. anyway, I was thinking about music and like how you kind of like if you could show everyone what you're listening to. And like every band has a logo, you know, and it's mm -hmm. like, well, you could just put a sticker on there, you know, but that's not like 3D printing worthy, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, what's something that's uniquely got to be 3D? Is there a, some music icon some that only artifact in, of some kind that's associated yes, that only works in three dimensions? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these are amazing. So, uh, I actually, I got I got to take these off because the noise cancellation is so yeah. good. I put these on. I can oh, funny. Reading. Oh, those are so great. Um, so th this was this was a pretty hasty first try. I'll I'll come up with something more refined. Oh, that's great. But, uh, I just I like this idea. It's like this is something that. It, it can't be a sticker. It has has to be in, in three dimensions. Yeah. And now everybody knows what you're listening to. Yeah, right? it's got to be some Devo. Uh, and, and for people who aren't familiar, these are these have some specific name, right? They're not just the Devo. The Energy Dome, yes. The they, Energy Domes, yes. Yeah. They, they wear them as, as hats when they're performing. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I'm so persnickety. There's like, it's not just a four-layer cake with straight edges. There's there's a certain draft angle. Yeah. I can't do this on camera. Yeah. Um, but I was very careful to get the proportions yeah. these to match this. So um, I'll refine the model a bit and I'll, I'll put it up on, I don't know, Thingiverse or something at some point. But That's uh, great. Oh, I had another idea. I haven't done this yet because I'm crappy at 3D modeling. Like, suppose you're a John Williams fan. Mm -hmm. You're like, uh, you know, film and orchestral music was to do uh princess leia buns oh my gosh yes <laughs> that, that would be uh, another thematic only works in 3d design yep. oh that's a good one if people have uh comments in the chat i'd love to know what other very specifically uh one band or even one song oriented 3d objects that could be printed yeah, are not a sticker designs yeah has has to be dimensional all yeah. right i'll think on that those are great love them have you gone out with them yet I have not. No, I just finished the printing oh, okay. like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, I love it. Those are really great. Nicely done. Thanks for bringing those on. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. And uh, that was just terrific. I love that. I want to get some of those headphones just, just for that. Uh, but next up, we have America's favorite bot, Todd Bot. Hey! <laughs> Yeah, that that the Philby's Philby's things are are uh, making me want to actually get those AirPod Maxes now. Just oh, that's man. like the first thing. <laughs> Pretty great. So I want I want to show off. I've been I've been playing around with displays in CircuitPython again, and here's one of these little cheapy um, I squared C displays that you've probably right. seen on on Amazon or whatever, and it's hooked up directly to a Cutie Pie. Like it's just soldered straight down. Okay. And if you if you know uh, cutie pies, you, you look at them and you go, wait a minute, 
the oh there we go the um the power pins of the display will line up but the i squared c lines up with the spi so how how are you doing this yeah, what the well, heck? It it turns out that on a lot of the modern processors that CircuitPython supports, like the um, ESP32 series and the NRF52840 Bluetooth chip, mm -hmm. um, and to a, to a lesser extent the RP2040, you can sort of just pick any pins you want to be the functions for things like I squared C and SPI, and um, and that's amazing. Like like well, you know, I grew yes, up. I, there's, not, there's no uh, hardware reason that the, the the thing that's listed on the silk screen has to be the thing that's listed on the silk screen. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I mean, if you grew up with Arduino, you knew that like, okay, those are the serial pins and that's, you can't change that. And those are the, you've got the six PWM pins that can do analog, right. And that's, those are the only ones you could do. But like sure. on these modern chips, it's sort of like, they're just a little config. It says which pin does what function. Yeah. These and, are no um, rules. These, these are suggestions now, huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. And so you can do things like this, which is, wow. you know, just kind of hook it up. Um, so, so that's one thing. The other thing I've been working on is that, did you know that you can have multiple displays in circuit Python. What? And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, so one way is this, which is you just hook up two displays in parallel. And it turns out that works. Uh -huh. But you see the problem here is that each display is displaying the same thing. Yeah. But if that's a use case for you, if that works, then, um, you know, like maybe you're making a two sided thing. Um, you could have two displays and it would just work. Um, this is SPI. These are these little cool round displays. But then I was uh, playing around because there is an example of a CircuitPython device that has two displays. It's the Monster Mask. And that did have a sort of a special sort of cutout for just doing two displays. Mm -hmm. But a while back, they um, sort of generalized it. So it's basically just a variable in the compile for the, for, uh, the, the config for the board when, the, when you're compiling CircuitPython. And so you can just change that value and recompile your own CircuitPython. Yeah. And so I made these crazy little eyes that animate around independently. <laughs> That's great. So now you have two separate. You're not just sending the same data to. to exactly. If, exactly. If you, if, if, yeah. If you notice, each eye is sort of like aimlessly wandering in different directions. Looks <laughs> <laughs> <That> great. <laughs> and um, and 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 you can choose all the different options. You can have like this is this is, these are SPI displays. So you can have like one SPI display, and multiple. Or sorry, one SPI bus and multiple S, multiple displays, which is what is going on here. Uh -huh. Or we can have um, you know using. Uh, using that trick I just showed you, you can have multiple SPI buses and mm -hmm. multiple displays to get like the maximum bandwidth per display. Right. And so, so you can do that on like say the the RP twenty forty. But yeah, it's a That's it's great. a pretty cool effect. And uh, and this is on a Cutie Pie. This is on the Cutie Pie ESP thirty two S three, I think. Uh -huh. Which means this could be Wi Fi enabled. Ooh, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> But yeah, so that's the, that's, so the, the, that's the, the three things I've been, I'm, I won't, I was going to show off. <laughs> Great display stuff. Yeah, very cool. And and so you said, what's the, the current limit you're finding with uh, the number of displays you can throw on? Uh, it looks, I mean, there doesn't appear to be a hard limit in, in the code from what I can tell. Um, okay. I've gotten three displays to work great. I was wanting to get four displays to work because I was wiring up, I was going to wire up four of those little of these little cheap displays to make like a little clock with like one display per digit. Oh, but for nice. some reason, for some reason it was crashing mm -hmm. on the fourth display, which is kind of a bummer. Okay. But, um, but the cool thing is, is that, um, is that when you, uh, when you control C this to get the REPL, 
The yeah. ripple shows up on both displays. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and, 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 and this might be the reason why, why it kind of has a problem with multiple displays, like beyond three displays. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> but anyway. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I really love that. I love these little round displays too. There's just something really yeah. nice about the, the style. Yeah. So, so I'm going to do something with this. I don't know what yet, but um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's going to be made into a project. Yeah. Uh, if people want to look at any code examples or info about compiling for, for this use case, uh, is that info that you've put up somewhere or you're finding in some of the docs on CircuitPython? Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got this up in gists and tweets and stuff. Um, because, because the compilation is a little bit weird, it's not like hard, but it's but just like there's some details you need to know. Yeah. Um, Phil B has actually a pretty good guide on how to do it all. But mm -hmm. I want to, but for myself, I'm going to make a blog post that's like, here's the steps you need to do. Here's the steps you need to do to go from like setting up your checkout of, of CircuitPython to getting a UF2 file you can dump onto a computer and yeah. onto a microcontroller. And um, so yeah, so that that'll be up in like a couple of days. Um, but uh, but yeah, display CircuitPython. It's so easy. <laughs> really cool. Thank you and creepy. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right. Next up, we've got Paul Cutler joining us. Hello. Welcome. Since we're on the top of a, a topic of music, I've got a music project I've been working on. Ooh, yeah. Um, let me share my screen for a second. Sure thing. So I have a website that I built in Python, and it integrates with Discogs.com, which is a catalog of, of music, and I put my collection in there. And I can come to my website and hit random, and it'll show me um, an album to play at random. But then... Well, do you have a screen share uh, that you've added? Oh, I tried. Did it not? Sometimes Select. you'll see a Chrome pop-up that says that it wants permissions and restarts and things. Oh, no, it worked there. Okay, so here's my website. And it you can see the Queen album, I assume? Yes. Okay, so it, it chose Queen's Sheer Heart Attack at random for me. And let me um, share my camera, if I can figure out how to change cameras. Um, but I have a Pi Portal, and that exact album is displayed on the Pi Portal. Mm -hmm. So my website sends a message via MQTT, and it pulls the image down, changes it to a bitmap, and then it sh it shows on my Pi Portal. But I can't figure out how to change my camera right now. But that's the basic project. Terrific! Uh, can you pop it up just in front of this uh, webcam while we see it? I should have thought of that. There we are. Yeah, it's hard, and, uh, hard with the light. Yes, it always is. Uh, so that. Uh, the player you're using that's uh, spawning all of the info about what's being what, how are you, uh, how are you triggering the sort of, here's what I'm listening to so the rest of the process knows what to play? Yeah, so I built a, a website in Python with Fast API, and when it, lo it does the get request, when I hit the random button, it also triggers an MQTT message um, that the Pi portal is monitoring for. Mm -hmm. And as soon as it gets that message, um, it, the website I've already has converted the image to a bitmap on my web server. Uh -huh. So the Pi portal just downloads it right to the web server right. and then displays it. So that's kind of fun. That's terrific. And it, uh, I was asked this question, but if people want to learn more, do you have that up on a website that you can maybe share uh, on the Discord or just say it out loud if it's something? Absolutely. It's in my GitHub. I'll put the link in the Discord. Super. Great. Thank you so much. Very cool project, Paul. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, and let's see. It looks like we may have one more person joining us. John, 
Let's see if you're still here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you great. Thanks. What's new? Uh, not much. This is my first time calling in. So uh, thanks nice for joining me, John. Yeah, very <laughs> great to meet you. My, my project isn't very uh, exciting to see. But uh, so for a while, I've been trying to uh, figure out how to do some offsite backups um, without having to upload my data to Amazon or Google mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, I don't want to do that. But uh, uh, one solution I came up with is I've, I've made this uh, kind of keychain holder, and I'm not very good with my camera. But uh, you can see here that I've got a, a USB port here. Uh -huh. When I go and hang up my hang up my keys, plug it in, and uh, plug it in there. Uh huh. And so uh, when I hang it up at night, I plug it in and I can back up stuff overnight. And then when I take it in the morning. Plug it and take it with me. Oh, that's my data great. on my keys, right? Yeah. So you have uh, a network in your house that's sending data you want to back up to your keychain holder and it's backing it up onto that thumb drive. That's the direction things are going. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I'm to finish this up. Uh, it's based off an Omega 2. Um, that's my Wi Fi chip I'm using. Not as exciting as the, the Raspberry Pi that everybody loves, but, <laughs> but I, oh, I chose really cool. it. But I chose it because I wanted to be able to put the USB port on the front here, right? Instead of like mm -hmm. off of this side. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. And then another cool thing, um, because you know, you lose your keys all the time, somebody steals your USB drive. Uh, I actually used, uh, is it Open Lux? I can't even remember what it's called, but the uh, I, it creates an encrypted uh, container on there. Oh, okay. Um, so you're back up. You can lose that drive safely. You'll just uh, get another one. Yeah. Yep, it gets lost. They try and figure out what's on it, and you're out of USB drive. They don't have all your data. So that's really cool. I love that. I love the keychain idea. It seems like it's the most likely uh, way to actually make it happen every night instead of like having to remember to go to the office and plug a thing in. So right. really it's smart, really cool. Super, uh, and super useful. If people want to learn more, have you posted any other details uh, out there on the internet? Yeah, yeah. So I've got a GitHub page that walks through. Uh, setting it up, it's got all of the board files, my my sweet 3D printed case, um, right? All the software I'm using to do it. So so yeah. And your username that's displayed there is that the GitHub that they can look for? Think, learn, do one. <laughs> that's my my Twitter handle, but uh, okay. but it is Think, Learn, Do on GitHub. I'll uh, I'll paste the paste the link to it in the in the chat. So. Great, really clever project. I love it. Uh, thanks for sharing that, John. And nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Thanks for letting let me talk about it. So sure thing. Bye bye. See ya. All right. Well, that is going to do it for our show and tell for the night. Thanks everyone for bringing on your very cool projects. Great to see those. Uh, Tonight, there will not be an Ask an Engineer. That is actually going to happen tomorrow night. So a little shift in plans there. And then uh, it'll be back to normal next week. I do have my workshop show tomorrow in the afternoon. So come on by for that. It's four o'clock Eastern time. Ask an engineer should be at 8 o'clock Eastern time, unless something has changed. But uh, check our Discord for info on that or our blog. And uh, that's going to do it. So thank you, everyone, for stopping by for Adafruit Industries. This has been Show and Tell with all of you and me, John Park. See you next time. Bye-bye.